folks and welcome to another edition of the pink sock podcast i am your host mike usnick and we took kind of a break didn't we we went from saturdays to mondays and man we ain't done this and what it's been a while it's been a while and uh last time we had ryan roxy on but we didn't have we didn't have tony but guess who's back i'm back my co-host Tony Matai. The comic relief. <laughs> the comic relief. <laughs> so, uh, guy's gonna be a little late. I just want everybody to know that. But we're still going to have the show. The show must go on. The show must go on. But before we uh, start our little conversation, I would like to give a shout out to our patrons. If it wasn't for them, if it wasn't for the people in the chat. We wouldn't be doing this still. We would have been just another podcast, couple episodes done, but we're still here. So I'd like to give a shout out to our patrons. Gorak, Hot Amy, Gloria, David Dowdle. If you want to become a Patreon, ta-da, because the Y got cut off. But if you want to become a Patreon, ta-da, you can go to www.patreon.com slash official Mike Husnick. Ta-da! I was, I typed it and I guess the Y didn't hit, but whatever. Uh, (laughs) Also, you can become a Pink Socketeer, which is when you go on Patreon. Uh, If you pay a dollar a month, we'll give you a shout out like we just did to thank you for being a Pink Socketeer. If you pay $5 per month, we'll give you a shout out on this show for being our loyal Patreon. And we will type out a personally personal message. I've been taking care of those, Tony, but if you want to do your own little message, just send, send them to me. Uh, and, let's give it a format or whatever we need to do it on. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we also will... Um, what was that again? Okay. We will give you first dibs on uh, fan select topics. And uh, if you we have a guest on, you get first dibs on the questions. Also... We have the $10 one, which is a, which is the same thing as that one, but you get a VIP one-on-one private chat with me and Tony, which we haven't been able to schedule yet. Um, I'm working on it with the patrons right now. Uh, there's just conflicting schedules between me and them, but it will happen. And you also get VIP access to the backstage area, which I've been trying to do, but <laughs> nobody's been available on, mon- on Saturdays or Mondays, but we will get back on top of that. So, Tony, we have a skeptic in the room. Who? Oh. You. I'm not really a skeptic. <laughs> Do you believe in the paranormal? Uh, yeah. Um, Guy, it's going to be very interesting because Guy, from what I've heard him say, he has a poltergeist living in his house. Do you believe in poltergeists? Poltergeist? Uh, sure. We froze. Wait, it freeze again? Like, I, I think it's crazy um, because uh, it froze, but we're good. Um, what I don't believe, what I, like, I believe it, but what it's hard to believe for a lot of people is a poltergeist because the doors will open and shut randomly. Your ceiling fan will turn on when the electricity's not even on. Crazy shit happens when a poltergeist is around. Yeah, it's normally the white people when that happens. Because <laughs> we don't move. 
It's like the Amityville Horror House. It's like a walk in. It's like, oh, oh, it's a beautiful house. The kids are playing out in the tires swing. It's a really good house. Get out. I'm going to love living here. <laughs> <laughs> it's strictly a white person thing. It is. It is. Because we're like, oh, we just have a neighbor <laughs> living in the attic. Hi, I've everyone in the chat. I've been gone for but, so yeah. long. But yeah, like Guy has been living in the same house for most of his life. I don't know how. I could so do you're that. right. I would have moved. I would have been like, yeah. And then yeah. people's like, why are you? People, people are like, <laughs> why is the house for? <laughs> What's up, Anders? Uh, people are like, why are you selling the house? Well, I don't know. It's a nice house, but I just want a better place. Um, there's a neighbor in the attic. Hi, Kanak. That is a very good uh, cartoon of Kanak. That's pretty good. It's it's kind of pale though in comparison to Kanak. Well, yeah, I guess he had a beard. <laughs> oh, look who look who's joining the chat. I'm gonna take over the chat for there. He is. Oh, is that a, emo? That's emo. Emo is the um not the original, but one of the many vocalists. No, he's the, oh, yes, he he's one of the men. I know he's one of the many vocalists that songs of silence. He's OG status, man. So, like, did you see that? Um, the, all, do you are you are you into paranormal shows? Like, do you watch them? Uh, like, I don't watch them on purpose, but if they're on, I'm not going to turn them off. Like, like, I like, like watching Ghost Adventures a lot. I love ghost adventures. Um, everyone's getting in the ghost thing lately. Even we're Ozzy Osbourne. That. Yeah, I know, right? We were, me and Volusia were watching that uh, that par- uh, that quarantined lockdown episode with Zach Baggins and Ghost Adventures about him opening up Dybbuk boxes, and I'm like, man, that is stupid. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> well, I don't know. Have you seen the new Ozzy show? Because I know it's on right now. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, that where they talk about like spooky stuff. Yeah, there's they have like ghost people, uh, hunters, yeah. and paranormal investigators on there, and I guess they're trying to get Ozzy and Sharon to believe. Well, yeah, like uh, uh, Jack would just sit there and he'll play like these videos that he finds on the internet of like crazy crap that happens. And he'll, so, what do you guys think? You think it's real, or do you think it's bullshit? <laughs> Uh, Ozzy would be like, I don't know. I, mean, I, mean. I don't know whether Ozzy believes half the shit or he's just like messed with psychedelics so much that he's probably seen shit while he's tripping. <laughs> let, let, me, let, me, let me tell you about this, this ghost, man. <laughs> he, I, I'm pretty sure Ozzy himself is haunted. <laughs> like, like he is on Robert. Remember that doll, the doll that Jack bought, and it like on, on the Jack's Jack and Ozzy's detour. Yes, and then Ozzy blew it up. Yeah, well, he tried burying it on the beach. He tried doing a whole bunch of shit. Welcome, Funky. Funky hasn't been in the chat for a while, but yeah, he tried blowing it up, and then they had that paranormal yeah, guy with the big afro. Yeah. What's his name? The Afro? Yeah, the guy with that big white Afro. Oh, I can't remember that dude's name. <laughs> he Is has he your a, dad? No, but he has bitchin' hair. <laughs> That's where you get your fro from. from. <laughs> My dad. <laughs> Perfect. Perfectly shaped. I need one of those. He looks like a bathroom sponge. <laughs> like a fucking big ass Brillo pad. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing I don't get though about some of the paranormal shows is like it's the same shit. Like, did you hear that? And you're like, hear what? Here, here's where my skepticism comes in. Okay, I believe the stuff is real. Mm-hmm. I do not, however, believe the shit that they put on TV is real 
because if it was, it would cause a fucking worldwide panic. <laughs> well, some of the shows, they're like, did you hear that? And you hear nothing. And they're like, well, did you see that? See what? that 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 thing on the wall just moved slightly to the left and you're like maybe wind it'll or, be a better show what? than like guys adventures and stuff like that you get the same reactions out of these people you just have like meth heads going to this like abandoned asylum all tweaked out they're like dude did you hear that <laughs> speaking of meth uh, let's give a little shout out to uh, handling the comments. <laughs> She's backstage dying laughing. I think, but, it'd be a, I think it'd be a good show, but it'd be a really hard pitch. Right? We got to give them all meth. What? <laughs> That's too much money. <laughs> Not that I would know. I have no idea. Breaking bad meth. Oh god. Like <laughs> the meth that would take the fucking wallpaper off your house. <laughs> Did you ever watch um Dumb and Dumber 2, the second one? Yeah, I don't know what to think about that one. You know that scene where that guy was making crystal meth in the uh their house? Mm-hmm. That's Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's fucking Bill Murray. He only has one line in that movie, and he's not really credited, I don't think. <laughs> so, Bill Murray's making meth. I like how we're talking ghosts, and then now we're talking about meth. I don't know. Don't start. Hey, you did it. Accidentally. <laughs> ghosts aren't real, but unicorns are. Don't start about meth. <laughs> hey. We, we, on Pink Sock Podcast, nothing is off limits. We just talk about meth, <laughs> all kinds of shit. Any have you ever had a, have you ever had a paranormal thing happen to you? Like, have you ever had like ghosts or whatever? Mm, I've been in houses where like doors will shut or like lights will turn off and on without me being in the same wouldn't that be like a poltergeist? Isn't that? I have no idea. Um, in my in our house, we have a ghost. Um, it don't do much anymore, but it used to like open and shut the bathroom door. It pushed my dad down the steps, like all kinds of crazy shit. Ghosts are real. We have one in my house, and my boys are afraid of. Yeah, like I believe in the paranormal, but I do think a lot of these ghost shows are uh pan are like um overreacting to make money instead of yeah. actually going on ghost adventures. Yeah, that's why. That's why I was saying earlier is like my only skepticism is the shit on TV because like, dude, if the, if the stuff on TV was real, which it must, it probably it more, probably is, but like to the to the extent they blow it up, people will be down. Well, Guy McCourt, who's going to be on here hopefully shortly, he actually does do ghost hunts, and his stuff is up in Egypt Valley. Yeah, he's. I think he's been to Egypt Valley before. He has a YouTube channel uh, if you're interested in checking it out. And you guys, everybody in the chat's interested in ghost uh, stuff. So you can subscribe on the YouTube channel, uh, Valley of Darkness Paranormal Chronicles. Oh, sorry. Uh, bring up uh, Amy's comment again. I'm sorry about that. But Amy's a good supporter. And without further ado... Um, Guy is backstage. He's getting ready. He's getting set up. But this guy does legit uh, investigations. He does, like, actual, like, yeah. He has a poltergeist in his house, and he found a dress when he was going through his, like, I think he was, like, rearranging his basement or whatever or doing something. And he found a dress in dirt with bones and shit. I wouldn't mind getting super stoned and witnessing like an exit. Well, <laughs> I don't think he has an exorcist living in his house, but let's go live at Guy's house for about a month or a week. <laughs> hey, um, just so you know, Guy, you are backstage right now, but your device is not connected. So you got to give your device the okay to use your camera and microphone, and we will bring you on the show. 
this is what happens when you're live, folks. Accidents happen. People are late. But me and Tony make it work. Yeah, we're <laughs> So uh, let's see what the chat is saying. The chat is very interested in ghosts right now. Uh, of course, hopefully so. <laughs> Guy is going to be here soon. Um, he's just running a little late. Um, so it happens. Uh, my son, when he was little, used to tell me there was a little girl that kept scaring him. He said, can't you steer? Oh, shit. What would you do in that situation? My kids, my kids uh, think there's something up in their closet all the time. There's yeah, the, that's like that's fucked. All right, so we put cameras in the room, right? And mm -hmm. like in the middle of the night, they'll all be asleep, and then their closet door will just slowly open, oh, and shit. then it'll and then it'll slowly shut. That's some creepy shit. Uh, I don't know. They they say that dogs can see things too, like kids and dogs and like all these different. My puppy, not my puppy, but my dog at the time, my grandma died. And when she was alive, I used to be on the computer and she used to like rub my hand and then rub my hair and be like, it's time for bed. And I'd go upstairs and get a bed. Well, the night she died, I felt a cold wind brush my hand and then brush my hair. I'm like, that's fucked. So I went to go to bed and my dog walked up to her chair that she used to sit in tail went in between his legs and he ran away from it. He would not go near that chair for months. And like, that's fucking terrifying. It's fucking terrifying. Amy says she cusses her guests out. <laughs> You mother. See, see, that's something I won't do. I will not pick a fight with some shit that I cannot see. <laughs> He's fucking <laughs> trying to fight the ghost. <laughs> that's fucked. <laughs> that's fucked. Like, remember that? Remember that movie, Paranormal Activity, that came out like fucking forever ago now. The first um, one. Yes, uh, I wasn't a big fan. They were boring to me, but. I thought it was mostly boring, but like that part halfway through the movie, the dude's like, come on out here, demon, let's fight. Let's fucking go. And I'm like, dude, you're dead. <laughs> like, that's it. You're done. Which which movie was it where they just kept zooming in on the uh, pull vacuum? Uh, third one, maybe? Second. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't watch it all the way through. I'm like, what the fuck is up with this pull vacuum? <laughs> I think the only scary part of that whole first paranormal activity movie is when like right at the end we see the girl dragging that dude's dead body up the steps and then all of a sudden she yeets him across the room with the camera. <laughs> I was home alone and the electricity went off. I got on the balcony to see there were three little boys waving at me. Holy fucking well, shit. like children of the corn shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Uh, I would freak out. Like, I would straight up freak out. <laughs> Tony, you, this is how many fucks you give today. <laughs> You're just like lighting them up on the air. <laughs> I don't care. It's for. <laughs> It's for the ghosts. The thing is, where they were, no one ever visited that place for some unknown reason. And it was always black. It was always a blackout area. And I came back into the living room and he felt sick for a week. I would feel sick for a while if I saw little fucking children or whatever. You walk outside, you see children in the corn just standing there <laughs> waving at you. I would go sleep with my shotgun. Oh, fuck no. I don't think a shotgun would work if it's already dead. Would, would you go outside and get in your car and leave, or would you stay in the house? 
I'd leave. It ain't my house. I, I by the way, Ken was talking. He just was out of man. I'd walk. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck you. I'm out of here. I'm fucking out of here. Our house was built over a hundred years ago, so I do believe there are ghosts. And my son Ryan talks to someone that I can't see, but he can. Even when he was a baby, he would wave and blab all the time. Holy fuck. Everyone has these crazy-ass ghost stories. This one time I was um, listening to my vinyl record, and the electricity didn't go for nothing, but the needle just lifted up and went back halfway through a song. I'm like, apparently you don't like that song. <laughs> Like I, I, I would take authority against ghosts if Jesus was on my side, but he's not. So <laughs> ask the ghost hunter if I'm making a good decision by taking authority. I will ask him once he comes on. I mean, he, here's the issue. Uh, here we go. He's finally here. Without further ado, uh, we have Guy Guy McCourt. How you doing, brother? Good yourself. I'm doing good. It's live. Anything can happen. So I'm just glad you made it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's been a hectic day. I forgot that it was Labor Day, and it was having a big family cookout and all that stuff. So, mm. so I got his text. Oh, I, I get you. I get you. Grocery store. What's that? Oh, did it freeze? Can you see me? Can you hear me? Yeah. I, I, hey, I hear guy, you. guy, guy, froze. We're, 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 I'm froze. Finish what you're saying, guy. No, we froze. Everybody froze. We have a little bit of an issue with StreamYard today. Okay. That that happens. Probably a busy day being Labor Day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everybody's home watching their porn or whatever. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, how you been doing, guy? Um, all right, man. All right. So you know. Without further ado, since you're here, here, I would love for you to tell us. A, I'd love for you to tell us about this poltergeist that lives in your house. Well, it's a, it's so deep and it's so layered, and you know, it's uh, it goes back for years and years and years, forty years longer. Um, there's even reported activity in the forties. 50s and 60s and uh it just it has a very very thick and layered history with a lot of tragedies along the way peppered throughout that history so what all has happened like with this poltergeist well you know the poltergeist thing right you know is that is pretty much considered a pk incident today you know, it's not necessarily paranormal because sometimes if somebody's mm -hmm. going through a very rough and emotional time and it's and they're very stressed out, it can create what's called psychic trauma. And that psychic trauma can make things happen and move around you. And so but there's more to that, too, though, you know. We've had things move in front of us, move slow, you know, and was it was it an outward manifestation of what I was going through at that time living there that we don't know, you know, there's, we just don't know, but it started when I was about 10 years old and I got yanked out of bed. Oh shit. Yeah. And well, it started my sister come into my bedroom and, and we was both at that age and where we didn't like each other, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, uh, we didn't like each other, so I, I, I'm I'm kicking kicking her, trying to kick her out of the bed, and she's like, "No, something's pulling the blankets." No, no, you're just having a dream. Go back to bed, you know. Oh shit! Well, she finally convinces me to go over and lay down with her until she falls asleep. And she's falling asleep, and I'm getting ready to get up, and I start to fall asleep, and I feel something yank on the blanket. I'm thinking, okay, what is that? And then 
I kind of start pulling back up easily with some tension. Yanks it again real hard, almost yanks it out of my hand. This time, I'm yanking it hard, and it yanks it clear out of my hand. Oh, and shit. it sounds like uh, a wooden spool or something under the – there was carpet, but it sounded like wood-on-wood sound. As this blanket went under the bed. And we thought maybe it was Curly, our dog, you know. And, mm-hmm. well, as soon as he heard his name, he comes running up the steps, you know. So I was like, okay. And then that was when it started, you know. And But also before that time, the funny part was is I had an NDE from pneumonia. And I've had a couple of them from mm-hmm. being uh, deathly sick pretty much. But... What was wild around about that time is somehow that affected my sister too. But then you were getting into the spirits of that house that's been there. You know, there's a lot of tragedies mm-hmm. that's happened. But yeah, that, it manifested to the point to where sometimes I'd get yanked out of the bed and I, oh, I'd wake up and my blanket would be gone. And I'm like, where's my blanket? It's cold. And I go into the other room trying to grab another blanket, I grab a blanket, go back to bed, cover myself up, and when I wake up in the morning, it's my blanket. That's like, fucking crazy. That had like, to have traumatized you as that had to have traumatized oh. you as a kid. Oh, absolutely. Nothing nothing worse and you know, I had to see a school counselor and oh god, that stuff don't exist. Uh, you're being abused at home and you just don't know it and, and I'm like, no. No, it's nothing like that. shit, dude. Yeah. So why haven't you, a lot of people, skeptics and stuff would ask, why haven't you moved? Is it because you wrote books about it and people don't want to risk it? Or I've moved. I moved a year ago. Oh, okay. I I didn't realize that. Yeah. And um, I'm letting a family member live there now, and he's experiencing stuff now, too. So, yeah. Well, at least you got away from it. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, and it, it follows sometimes, too, because I'm also an investigator. So we're out there going to some of the most haunted locations trying to. I just want to see if there's anything close out there to what I experienced at my house. And right. so far, there's only been a couple of locations that we've been to that is anywhere close. And that was probably Bobby Mackey's and the Dills. I've heard Bobby Mackey's is fucking intense. It messed me up a little bit. I was, uh, it messed me up for a little bit. Something followed me and it hung on for a while. And it, cause, it, yeah. cause I saw him ghosts. That's a negative spirit. That's, that's something negative that attaches onto you and uses your energy and it drains you so it can manifest and become more powerful. But not only yeah. that, after it starts doing it for a long, prolonged periods of time, it starts to oppress. You know, when it starts to oppress, it breaks you down to the point where you can be possessed. And that's when a lot of things happen, like some, you know, suicidal thoughts. You, you feel like you're not worth it. You know, there's so many things that that can be. Some people contribute to demons. I just call them negative entities because I really don't want to get into the religious dogma. But I, yeah, it's just negative entities. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, Bobby Mackey's ain't no joke. <laughs> I I've heard of like I saw it on uh, Ghost Adventures where like stoles would move and stuff. Have, what, what all happened when you were there? Well, it started. We were sitting at a table, and I started choking. Like there was somebody smoking a cigar around me, but there was nobody smoking. And I'm like, man, if you're smoking a cigar, would you put your cigar out, please, or something to that ex- effect? I can't remember exactly, but the next thing I know, something grabbed me by the shirt and pulled me back off the chair. And that happened twice that night. Damn. And then me and another friend was standing there, and we watched a guy in a white T-shirt walk right down by the bar, watched him walk right by, and I'm thinking, oh, that was Ryan or something, you know? And, and I'm like, wait a second, Ryan, ain't you at the, you know, he was at the DVR. I was like, have you moved? He's like, I haven't moved. I'm like, that messed up. And so, I mean, yeah. So that leads, crazy. that leads me to a question that uh, Amy asked in the chat. She has a, a, a ghost or whatever you want to call it, the paranormal, living in her house, and she, like, tries to start fights with it. Isn't that a bad thing to do? <laughs> it can be, yes. It can be, depending on what that energy is or entity is. 
If it's a spirit of somebody that used to live there, you might be pissing them off, which will make them stay. And also, yeah, or it could be something bad happened there and you don't know the history of it. And there could be a leftover effect from that tragedy or something bad that happened there. Mm -hmm. So if you, you go on these ghost adventures, which could be found on your YouTube channel, which is Valley of Darkness Paranormal Chronicles. Yes, and it's also uh, the main page because our YouTube kind of doesn't get a whole lot of hits because I don't, I got too many social media pages, so it's hard to keep up on them. So YouTube kind of just falters a little bit. But mm -hmm. our main page is the Valley of Darkness Paranormal Chronicles on Facebook. We we uh, have a link for that right here. No, right here. And yeah, have to ask because. I just ask you a couple questions and then you can come in. We got over 5,000 members on there. Nice. That, that's, it's always nice. Is there any, like, do you guys do like donations, a Patreon? Do you have anything like that to help keep this going? Uh, no, I used to try to sell t-shirts to keep it going, but COVID happened and it kind of shut a lot of things down. It really did because I had a merchandise line getting ready to launch. And okay. it was a complete line of merchandise and COVID happened. And I was just scared to go with the huge investment because it's a huge investment to get a merch line started. And I didn't want to do it. And people's losing their jobs left and right. So nobody's buying nothing. You know what I'm saying? So I just didn't want to, I just stopped it until we, until shit kind of gets back to normal. <laughs> understandable understandable i'm actually working we're working on a merch line here and we kind of want to wait because people aren't really working right now <laughs> right yeah but now like see we do investigations and we don't charge nothing for investigations we and depending on the location we might ask for a gas donation that's it you know but we try to sell t-shirts and uh things and i've had a couple um over the years, a uh, what would you call them? I don't know, GoFundMe a couple times, which people's donated yeah. to, which we highly appreciated too, and helped us mm -hmm. get some equipment, you know, because we got a lot of equipment. And yeah. So, did you want to get into this, or is it just something you were forced into because your house had a poltergeist in it? Well, after I got to the point where I kind of was un understanding it more and more from reading and researching, and I started to fear it a little less and less, you know. But at the same time, still, when it happens, it happens so fast, your fight or flight kicks in. That's just, that's all there is to it. That's why most mm -hmm. time you take off running screen because you know you can't fight a ghost, you know. So right. it's, it's, and it's for some reason, Maybe because I experienced everything that I did when I was a kid, it it cuts it just it cuts straight to that freaking adrenaline moment of where it's fight or flight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I've gotten better control over that over the years too by doing investigations and, and experimenting in my house, you know. But I started doing experiments in my house and documenting it, and it was pretty pretty cool. I mean, it was we watched a shoe. We put it in front of the door and we watched the shoe crawl across the floor on its own accord, real slow, all the way to the other side of the wall, 16 feet. It took it two hours to do it, but we Damn. sat there and we watched it do it. it was, that was is pretty cool. That's intense. All right. There was four people there that experienced that too. That's and all four, all of us was like, that is just nuts. nuts. That's yeah. pretty intense. Yeah. Uh, have you guys seen the one video of the YouTube channel with the thing in the basement? With my brother um, I, I saw it, but Tony hasn't, I don't think. Oh, can you put it up? Oh, no. Um, I'm not. I don't have my just, TV with me. Oh, all right. Just, yeah, but I'm just saying, fast forward to the last Jamie, one 60 seconds of it, and it's it's um it's pretty intense. He but, has like this. Uh, huh? He has this. He has this entity that's uh, in his basement. You can actually see it in one of the videos, Tony, that he yeah. has. Uh, whenever they're talking about, I think it was finding a dress with bones or whatever. You can see something standing behind. Was it your cousin? That was my brother-in-law. Yeah, it was intense. 
I have to watch it. Guy, how God, do you get out get... of if you find yourself in the circle? Yeah, I'm not sure what that means. I'm not too sure either. But I've had people ask me because this whole poltergeist thing really interests me, and it always has with you. Uh, but does it follow you? Has it followed you? Like a piece of it followed you around? Like, do you still have it with you? Yeah. Yeah, I have an attachment that I've had since I was a kid. And she's not a bad attachment. Her name's Stella. And uh, she was, she lived in the house years ago during the 30s. And she is actually what's in that video. She's caught me in, the, in the, that, that's her. That's oh, Stella. That's crazy, and, though. And that is Stella. And I talked to two different psychic mediums. And they both told me the same thing, which they had no way of knowing because I'm talking to one on the phone in Maryland. They had no idea. But they said that they had a tobacco farm factory that they dried back there and they dried tobacco in it back mm -hmm. in the 30s behind my house. And what they would do is they would use acid wash to clean up the, the buildings to keep, get rid of the bugs. Mm -hmm. And it mm -hmm. fell on her face. And it fell on her face and it, it disfigured her. And that's her in the video. And she said that she feels like she can never move to heaven because it, she's too ugly. And But now she's kind of a spirit god. I mean. So do you, do you think that Earth, like I don't want to really get into religion or anything, but a lot of people ask this too. Don't you, do you think Earth after you die is like um, purgatory for these ghosts? Or is it hell? I don't know, man. It, it, it's really, really tough to say with uh, with fortitude because who knows? We nobody knows. We won't know until we die. That's you know, we find yeah. out. E even even then, we might not know because who's to say we will be told? Right. 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 How do you yeah. get how do you get poltergeist out of your house? Don't you have like somebody come over with like some type of herb and light it in each corner or how do you do that? Well, that's what I do. I go in and I cleanse homes. You know, because I uh yeah. Is it guaranteed like to get things. rid of the spirit though? Is it guaranteed to get rid of the spirit? Because you still have not, yours. Right. Not every time. Like I said, minor attachments. If they're attachments, it's a lot harder to it's a lot harder to break away an attachment. Now, if you just got a spirit in your home, you can come in with some sage and shit, and it'll clear them out. Maybe not the first time, but the second time. If you got attachments, though, and the long-term attachments, sage ain't going to get rid of them. You'll have to use something else to someone else, maybe a, a shaman or something that's, you know, a Reiki master, something that specializes in that. To like an exorcism? If that was the case, if that was the case, yeah, I, I know a person that does exorcisms and and I've learned from him a lot over the years. And yeah. But so when you went to Egypt Valley, because that's near us and it's known for being haunted, did you find anything in Egypt Valley? Um, yeah, dude. we have like 30 videos done in Egypt Valley and we're also filming a documentary there right now. It's called mm -hmm. The Legends of Egypt Valley, and it's about all the stories of what's happened down there over the years. There's like 15 stories wrapped up into like an hour and a half documentary. It's going to be narrated, but yes, we have talked to Tom Carr. We've talked to the White Fox. We've talked to, uh, man, so many people out there. If you watch the one, it's black and white, mm -hmm. and it's um, the song Bad Wolves, Freaking Zombies. Uh, rendition it's mm -hmm. playing in the beginning of the movie or the video about 17 minutes in you'll see me going like this and I, I'm going oh my god I can feel it coming up on me right now and, and then you hear it come through the speaker box and says <laughs> and I'm like it's not funny <laughs> and everybody that was there freaked clear out there he's like that's messed up like that's yeah that was you know what's weird about two-way two -way spirit communication? What's crazy about the internet is our buddy Kanak, who lives in India, knows about Egypt Valley. 
Yes, it's it's all it's very well known. It's one of the fourth most rated haunted places in America. It's so well known. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. But yeah, yeah. Egypt Valley. Um, you talk Salem. to all the ghosts, or is there Salem? Salem was actually the, uh, there's a cemetery now there called Salem, but Salem was actually a small town back in the 1800s. It had a mm-hmm. railroad stop. It had a general store, a post office. I think it was a village of maybe five, 500 or more people or something right there. But when they mined it, they destroyed all that, took it all out. But yeah. And yeah, there was a church and a cemetery in a little town called Salem. What's the name, uh, the official name of Circle Cemetery? Uh, I think Old Egypt Cemetery. What they call it? Because I know they call it Circle Cemetery. Because if you go around it so many times, you disappear. Some legend. I forget what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I never tried it. <laughs> Did you guys try it? No, no, I wouldn't try that. That's tempting <laughs> fate. <laughs> Well, how did Guy disappear again? Oh, he was working on a documentary, and he went around the Circle Cemetery. There you go. Hey, we're looking for anybody that so wants what? to be an actor in the documentary because we're doing recreations in the whole nine yards. So we're looking for anybody that wants to do interviews that's had an experience there, or you know what I'm saying? They've had an experience in there, and it's mm-hmm. it's a good one. It's you know we'd love to interview them and stuff and we're also looking for people that want to act in the reenactments well I'm always down to go on adventures with you it's just once we have both have time yeah I hear you there so what is the what is the craziest thing that you have seen uh, paranormal related like the most intense thing you've seen or experienced at my house or on an investigation? Period. In at all. Period. My house. My house. The, the night that I had 15, 20 people run out the door. And what happened? It, well, it was right after we dug up that block wall down there and found the bones and found the dress and all that stuff, which we kind of figured out later that it was probably animal bones. But anyways which was still some sort of ritualistic thing or something, you know, there was still some messed up stuff with it, but that night, it sounds like a TV. It sounded like my house was filled with amplifiers Oh shit! and the phone started ringing and um, it's going ring, ring. And there's a woman like, hello, hello, who is this? Who is this? And it's like a preacher talked about messing with the dead. And then it was like radio static. And then it was like um, flipped back to the phone ringing. And then there was a, hello, hello, who is this? Who is this? You're going to die down there. And then it went back to this preacher talking about messing with the dead, necromancy. And, and then the next thing I know, somebody went upstairs to get a baby that was up there at the time. And it sounded like the house was made of amplifiers, and something said, "Stay the fuck out of there!" Oh, damn, dude! And the next thing I know, people were pushing each other and just fighting to get out the door. And we're talking grown men here. We're not, you know, we're talking grown men just fighting to get out the door. And and I look over at my the my brother-in-law that was standing there, and he's like this, and he's like, you know. It, it just pandemonium, pandemonium. But the part was, is me and my brother-in-law ended up going up them steps, and the whole upstairs was glowing green. It was lit up green. There was no lights on. It was lit up green. And then we had a curtain hanging in the hallway, and we pulled this curtain back. And as we pulled the curtain back, that green just dissipated right into the TV. We go up there. It's dark. There's not a sound. There's nothing. TV's not even on because we're thinking it's a TV, you know. TV's not even on, it's not plugged in, nothing. And yeah, it's yeah, it was straight pandemonium. But like I said, I, we've 
sat there watching books fly across the room, watched the pack of cigarettes fly off the mantel and land right by my foot. Yeah, I would have like freaked out. I would have been out. Yeah. I'd be like, see ya. Do, do you believe in heaven and hell, guy? Yes. Yes, I do. I believe in some form of, of heaven. Uh, mm -hmm. I think hell could be just a different dimension of earth. And that's what spirits are? Well, if there's a God, there's got to be a devil. Because mm -hmm. that's the yin and yang of life. Mm -hmm. Everything is the it's the light, the dark, the good, the bad. You know what I'm saying? It's the yin and yang of life. That's the balance of the world, mm -hmm. and that's how it is. So if there is a heaven and a god, there's got to be a devil. That's just you know. So I we have a question from Kathy who's handling the chat. She wanted to know: Have you ever messed with a Ouija board, or is that something you were like, "Fuck that! I have enough problems." Um. <laughs> When we used to and stuff, and we would we would play around with them, and most of the time, nothing really happened. Sometimes it would move, but you don't know if it's somebody playing it with you. You know what I'm saying? So I never kind of, I don't know. You just don't know if it's the guy next well, to you moving or the other guy moving. You know what I'm saying? So you were like, okay, well, who's moving it? And you take your, you know, I know I'm not moving it, you know, but. So, Guy, this is where my skepticism. What's that? This is where my skepticism comes in because I believe in spirits and stuff, but I don't believe in the Ouija board, like you said, because I saw a video and it was a scientist. He sat down with these people and he asked them questions and they, it was moving. And he's like, okay, that is a muscle thing. It's not an actual spirit because watch this. He blindfolded them and asked them a question and the thing wasn't going anywhere on the board it was going off the board it was in weird places and they think it's just you unknowingly moving the thing right right muscle memory yeah yeah that's why i also think the the riching wads that are copper rods that are copper mm -hmm. it's muscle it's you know what i'm saying it's muscle tendons you make this move a little bit that thing will crawl you know what i'm saying i don't trust them either and i don't i've never trust ouija boards now, I have seen some bad things happen when other people are playing Ouija boards. Seen one fly off the floor and shit or fly off the table. And mm -hmm. that was the only occurrence. But I've seen other people play it. Nothing ever happened. Well, with, they're moving it around or whatever. And with Ouija boards, it might not be just the Ouija board that's causing it, though. It could be a negative okay. entity that's just getting upset. You're the conduit. You become the conduit. It's the same yeah. way when you talk to spirits using spirit boxes. You become the conduit, you know? Mm -hmm. But with the Ouija boards, they're saying that people will answer however they want it to answer with their muscles. Right. Instead of the spirit That's answer. That's possible. That's possible. And like I said, I've... sorry, my, my dog is up there. He probably he has to go out. But anyway, what was you saying? I was just I saying coming down the saying, steps and I was like, what the hell? Oh. Here we go. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> Have you ever witnessed a possession? Yes. Yes. I actually helped perform an exorcism on somebody and it helped them. I think it helped them. I hope it helped them. I lost contact with them after a while, but I really do. It, it seemed to help. I like they was picking up black stuff. But was it as bad? Was it as bad as like the movie The Exorcist, or is that just exaggerated? Mm, that's definitely Hollywood exaggerated for sure. You know, you got to make it scary. <laughs> you know, not, not saying it's not scary or heartbreaking, but you know. But it's not. It's, it's not like your mother. Sixty degrees and talk to you. I'm out. <laughs> it's, it's not like it's not like the your mother sucks cocks in hell kind of shit. Hey, I don't know how she did that. It was a young twelve year old girl that did that, right? Yeah. I, Hold on, I, gotta, I gotta get my dog to shut up for a second. Hold on. Okay. So, what do you think of this shit, Tony? That's enough. <laughs> so, what do you think of that shit, Tony? It's pretty crazy, man. 
like, oh my god, here he's back. There we go. Don't welcome him back. <laughs> You're good. What'd you do? Give him a treat? No, just told him to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Your dog actually listens. Uh, I'm training him. He's only six months old, but he's still learning. Oh, not bad. My dog is like 10 years old. I tell her to sit and she shits. I don't know. what. The... <laughs> yeah, that's why I always say poop with them. Go poop. Because yeah, no. <laughs> I don't want to try to sit in the house and go, yeah, uh -uh. that'd be horrible. So I have a little ghost story that I think you might find interesting. Um, my, hold on. I think you can open the door to bad energy by messing with things like the boards. You you can do it by messing with the things, but I don't think the boards is actually ghosts talking to you. I think you're just upsetting them by trying. Uh, it depends. It depends on your, uh, you know, your connection, your connection to the spirit world. You know, if you have that connection, you, you could make that connection doing anything. It doesn't have to just necessarily be a Ouija board, you know, but not everybody has that connection. You know, that's why but, some people never have a, a paranormal experience in their life, you know. I believe that schools and the system teaches us to be skeptic of everything. Mm -hmm. Oh, that stuff don't exist. There's no such thing. Quit worrying about that. You better not talk like that. They'll put you in an institution, which is what they used to do in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, and 60s. You talked, so you said you've seen ghosts or whatever. They put you in an institution. You know, lobotomies, freaking electric shock, shock therapy and shit. So, yeah, they lock all of them up with the same people with like mental disabilities and, and, shit. and back in the day they would burn them at the stake thinking they're witches yeah now that only happened in europe the burning oh. at the stake never happened in america they just hung them and drowned them in america yeah the well, burning like, at the stake with the well, like burn they only did that in europe mm, i didn't realize that i thought they also did it in america i did not realize that no, that, that was something that mixed up a long time ago because they wanted to and they passed a law or something, some sort of ordinance during that time to where because it, they thought it was unhealthy to do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Right. But it's, it's yeah. I don't think it's healthy to, to drown them either. <laughs> well, or burn them or hang them or whatever you're going to think. That's, that was just a horrible time. Horrible time for, yeah. Just horrible. It's, it's not only that, it's it's horseshit that you can kill people because of a certain thing. It's just mm -hmm. wrong. This person's a witch. We're going to kill them. Oh, okay, cool. This person's a Jew. We're going to. It goes on and on and on. That shit is wrong, and I also believe that has something to do with a lot of negativity that gets thrown out in the year in the air, and I people pick I'll, up on that stuff. Right. Oh, well, I got They're coming after me. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> so, <laughs> the black van the black van's uh, here straight jacket <laughs> he's talking about ghosts again i think a lot of the um modern day is moving on its own i, I see that i can't get it to center but I, I think a lot of the modern hatred. Oh, towards man, that's enough. I think the modern hatred towards certain groups is because if you noticed, it's who we're at war with. And they always create that war every hundred years. They yep. got to find a reason to kill off the population or something, I guess. I don't know. I really don't know. But I do believe that a lot of things that happen is because there's, a, there's you know, like I said, just for as much good in the world there is, there's just that much evil, too. So, Kanak wants to know, he's a good friend of ours from India, he wants to know, out of all the ghosts you've met, do you have a favorite ghost? Because some are totally chilled out. Yeah, obviously, um, Stella is a favorite of mine. She always comes through in the Spirit Box sessions. We've caught her on film, you know what I'm saying? And she always, whenever I'm communicating in a form, she always lets herself know. She always says her name. Hi, it's me, Stella, you know. And she's, yeah. I also think she's kind of like a guardian angel, too. But not necessarily a real angel, because I think that she has to use energy to manifest, to show herself and talk here and there, you know. 
That's just crazy. I don't have anything following me, but I did have an event in my life. My grandma died, and that night, normally whenever the nightly ritual for a year was, I'd be on the laptop. Sorry quit, beating off, quit beating off on camera. No. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, my, no, my, grandma died, my grandma died, and what happened – uh, nightly ritual for about a year was I'd be on the computer and it'd be real late and she'd wake up, she'd like cr like rub my hand and then rub my hand and be like, it's time for bed. And I'd go upstairs and she'd sit on the chair and watch TV. Well, when she died I felt this cold wind brush my hand, brush my hair and I'm like, I'm going to bed. So I X'd out of what I was doing and I went to get up and my dog put his tail in between his legs and ran away from her chair and wouldn't go near it for a year, well, months, and till we got a new chair. So, do you wow. believe dogs can like sense an energy like that? Absolutely, I believe all animals can. Even for oh, like all animals can sense uh, an paranormal energy or an energy that shouldn't be and, there. And kids too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, kids are open. They're innocent, you know, and they're an open portal to this. This is why many of them end up with imaginary friends and stuff and like i said it's social engineering that makes them skeptics and closes their mind being hey. junk food it closes your uh, pineal gland you know calcifies the pineal gland when you eat junk food so therefore it closes your third eye so question though uh it's not really a question but ashley grant said to stop the dog from barking you should just bring the dog on oh he'll have the tripod knocked over six-month-old <laughs> german shepherd <laughs> yeah, yeah, my camera will get stomped, uh, the tripod will get knocked over. That's a big dog. Good. He's <laughs> a big dog, too. He's six months old and uh, 70 pounds almost. Don't they, grow, don't they grow to be about the size of a deer? <laughs> Sometimes they can. Sometimes they can. But yeah. All right, I'm going to try this one more time. Hold on. All right. Yeah, I have a bunch Annabelle. I, I will. That's next. I uh, have a buddy that has a German Shepherd, and I walked mm. in their house, and it was looking me eye to eye. I'm like, I didn't know you had a deer in your fucking house. <laughs> Dude, like, our landlady won't let us have a dog, so that's why we ended up with like a couple of cats and snakes. And now but, your landlord thinks snakes are the devil. Well, I mean, yeah, all those Bible thumpers think all snakes are a visual representation of Satan or something. Since like. The first book of the Bible. So a Amy, I guess, has a German shepherd. I'm going to bring up her comment. She has a, <laughs> she has a German. Hey, Tony, uh, the chat wants to see your pussies. They are currently upstairs. One of them is so skittish, I can't catch. Even if I tried, I'm too fat now to say. Guy's back. Welcome back, guy. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't see that you came back. We were just bullshitting about pussy and uh, dogs. I seen that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any cats or just dog? I have a cat. His name's Sir Charles. Oh, nice. Sir Charles yeah. the first, or is there another Sir Charles? No, he's just Sir Charles. <laughs> that just is what we call him because he thinks he's the king. What's your dog's name? Conan. Perfect name for a big ass dog. <laughs> yep. I, I had it in a dream too, so two weeks before I even knew he existed. Has your dog uh, been reacting to any paranormal stuff? He barks in the middle of the night. He doesn't like coming off the lake. He has to get up to pee in the middle of the night sometimes, and um, he'll get off the edge of the porch and start growling at something, like by the cars, and there's nothing there. He'll look into the cars and Oh, and there's nothing in the cars. And what's funny is I have a family that pull in in the evening, and they come in. They're like, dude, I thought you were sitting in the car. I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. like, I've seen you sitting in the car. I walk up to the car. You're not in the car. I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, dude, I've seen you in the car. Like, so, okay, whatever, man. And, do you, yeah. Do you think some of these paranormal shows, though, are just full of shit, just trying to make money off of it? <sighs> There's a lot of money in it right now. That's what I can't say. But, I mean, I'm not going to say either way or another. 
you know, because it's without being there, it's hard to say. But one thing is for sure is it's a production that's got to be produced constantly. So therefore, some things could be, you know, could be slightly overblown. But for the most part, I think some of them are real investigators and are really trying to find the truth. But I think sometimes when you get a TV show or whatever, production mm -hmm. gets in the way and, you know. Because I've seen some shows where they're like, did you hear that? And you don't hear anything or see anything. And, no. uh, and it doesn't mean that there was nothing there. It doesn't mean they're faking that either. Because sometimes yeah, you might be tuned in and hear something, but nobody else is hearing it around you. Mm -hmm. I hear voices all the time. And it took years to get them to where I could tune in to understand them. You know what I'm saying? And it's mm -hmm. only when, like, water's running, water's running, or I plug in my guitar to an amp and I just sat there and I just hold my top string with my finger and just let it and voices come through believe it or not it's just because i'm i'm just a spiritual conduit or something i've been told but anyways i had i was having a speak uh, a conversation with the spirit through a good tar and an amp you know that's just how good it was working mm -hmm. and i don't know do you, do you get afraid of uh knockings and stuff anymore or do you just accept it yeah, I've just been around it too long. Years and years and years. I'm just used to it. So you have a book out. Um, is this your first or second book? Sorry, Tony, for yeah, blocking. It's my first book. It's fine. Yeah, you can buy that book. on you can buy that on Amazon right now. You just look up the darkness on Church Street. I looked up your name and it was kind of hard to find. You have to look up uh G. R. McCourt, not Guy McCourt. Oh, yeah, because I did I live on Church Street. What's that? I live on Church Street. Oh, yeah? yeah. In Barnesville? No, out here in oh. uh, Bridge. Mm. Oh, well, that's still cool. Yeah. Do, do you have other books that you're going to publish? Because I know you worked on a few books, but I haven't seen them published anywhere. Well, I did publish this book, which is um, Mysterious Ohio. It's about mm -hmm. a 200-page book, and it's got some cool tales in it. It's got some things you know about, but it's also got an old poem from 1903 or an old ballad song from 1903 about Liza Fox in it. It's also got stories about um, just local stories too, maybe, you know, and I published it and I ended up with a hundred and some copies and I ended up selling out and I need to get an ISBN number so I can re reprint it. But this is getting reprinted and also there's going to be a, a second to this one that's going to be released soon too. So that will be The Darkness nice. on Truth Street 2, Stella's Revenge, and Mysterious Ohio will be released soon, too, along when we get the merch line set up. Do you plan on doing like a... Huh? Do you, do you plan on doing like a uh, docu... I know you did a documentary, but do you plan on doing like a, uh, a film based on your life or something? On your experiences? No, no because that documentary that's on YouTube now that was done by Planet 23 Productions and Jeff Madzia, um, it's, uh, you know, that's pretty much the documentary based off the book, The Darkness on Church Street. All right. I checked it out a little bit before going on here, and it's a really good documentary from what I've seen so far. It's, yeah, it is. You've seen some shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The house is messed up. Sorry, I had to go outside. My dog was annoying the hell out of me. All good. It's all right, brother. It's all right, brother. <laughs> so what do you think about stuff so like Annabelle? I'm sure it's probably a real deal thing. Too many people. Too, like my house. Too many people to experience things for it to not to be true. Like all the Ed and Lorraine Warren stuff? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, and you can, people can say what they want about that, you know. But they was the original investigators. They was the first ones, you know. They made famous, and they made these, they made these places famous. If it wasn't for them, you know, we wouldn't know about Amityville, The Conjuring, Annabelle, uh, the Enfield Poltergeist, and other places. We wouldn't know about those. So, do you like scary movies? Since you are a ghost hunter and all, do you like scary movies? Absolutely. Do they scare you? Nah, sometimes some of them jump scares will scare me, but 
I love it. I just adrenaline rush. I also like going through haunted houses, like at vacation places or during the Halloween season. We like going through, try to find the scariest haunted house because I like that. I like that energy. It's a control fear, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it makes a lot of sense because some people either love scary movies that aren't the way they're into, and some people hate them because it takes them back to a bad place. Right. 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 The thing with Annabelle, though, isn't that what Chucky from Child's Play is based off of? Uh, no. That is more based off of Robert the Doll. Annabelle okay. is just Annabelle. That was the, uh, she was a Raggedy Ann doll. Hmm. Oh my God, Conan! Did, 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 uh, that always bothered me is the fact that they didn't use an actual Raggedy Ann doll in the movie. That would be creepier. Why did they change it up? That's Hollywood for you. Raggedy Ann's creepier. That's what I think. Raggedy Ann is totally creepier. Way creepier. (laughs) Okay, hold on. Didn't Robert the doll like kill people or whatever? Or did did he like. He he almost killed Ozzy. (laughs) He blew it the fuck up. (laughs) He buried it on a beach. Welcome back, guy. (laughs) Thanks, man. I'm probably going to have to go soon and deal with my dog because I it it annoys the heck out of me when he barks like that because I just what we need to do in the next couple months we need to do this again. Okay. Okay. Cool. I'm up for that. That'd be fun. It was nice talking to you, brother. Let me get some uh, banners up here for you to help promote. You can join the. Facebook group, Valley of Darkness. That. No problem. Valley of Darkness Paranormal Chronicles. You can also follow Guy on Facebook, which that link will also be in the description. I got to put it in the description because I forgot to. And you can also subscribe to the YouTube channel. He has all his ghost adventures on there. Valley of Darkness Paranormal Chronicles. He's got to take care of his his uh, moose that he has upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it feels horrible. It sounds like he's killing himself up there or something horrible. I don't know. I can't let him do it, though. But thank All you, right. you guys. You have a great day. You too, and brother. Happy Labor Day, everybody. Happy Labor Day, guy. And also, thank you for tuning in to the Pink Sock Podcast. We love you. We'll see you next week. And it's awesome having you back. It's awesome having you back, Tony. Hey, hold Live on long. a second. Hold All on right. a second. Come here. Thank you. There's your pussy. <laughs> that cat does not look happy. That cat does not look happy. Kid's been torturing him, probably. <laughs> the last thing we see on this episode is your pussy. But yep. <laughs> I know we had some issues. I know we had some issues on this episode, but I'm glad everybody showed up. I'm glad we had fun. Live long, rock hard. See you guys next 